Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, man of action. Jordan Morris, boy detective. It's like that's like my new it's like my new powerful adult nickname. Mm-hmm. Man of action. Yeah. It what just, sorts of actions? So far? Mm-hmm. We had those dried apricots. Yeah. Those were good. Dried apricot distribution. Mm-hmm. Self-pleasure. Acts of self-pleasure. Okay. Um, I mean, that's the main action. Would you count self-pleasure and ejaculation <laughs> as two different actions? Uh, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll be – sure. I'll be generous. Go ahead. So that's three acts. So distri- distributing apricots. Dried apricots. Self-pleasure. Then ejaculation. Are they called apricots or apricots? Uh, just guys, sort you know, I just say, yeah, I just say it depending on how I'm feeling. If I'm feeling a little saucier, apricot. But I if feel I'm feeling like kind of chill, remember that map from the New York Times of how different people say different things, just like medians. Sure. We better check that before we say apricot yeah, or apricot. Or we're going to get letters. Yeah. So distributing apricots is one. Two. So after, so if you're eating them while you're doing your self pleasure, that'd be kind of a fapricot. <laughs> That'd be kind of a fapricot, Jesse. Jordan, your job is, has asked you to spend too much time on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about shitlords and ham planets, Jesse. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's my top three. Oh, I did eat some almonds. Well, I, you know, I think, this, I think this more than qualifies you for the nickname Man of Action. These sound Thank like you. four terrific, dynamic actions. Right. So one is the pistoning action required Mm -hmm. to engage in self-pleasure. Sure. Or couch thrusting, but, you know, you do it your way, I'll do it my way. Right. Two is I gave you some dried apricots Mm -hmm. or apricots. Can we count that as two different things? (laughs) No. Okay. I'm being – I've been generous so far, but I'm not going to let you call those two different actions. Well, I gave you some apricots and I (laughs) ate some apricots. How about that? (laughs) No, all right. You guys seems like so you got me. So that's up to five actions. I've. You I, know what? You say apricot. I say apricot. Let's call the whole thing off. Sure. Uh, our guest on this week's program is uh, a beloved stand-up comedian of of the stand-up comedy stage. He's a writer for Televisions at Midnight, uh, one of the best shows on television, if you ask me. Certainly the best written show on television. Uh, his name is. Take Blaine that, Madman! <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, whiner? <laughs> Blaine Capatch. Hi, Blaine Capatch. Hey, hi. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Jordan. I like that Blaine Capatch comes in here with with bringing some dulcet tones. I like to kind of keep it keep it low and inside. <laughs> you don't want to do some dedications? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, we have some uh, Doobie Brothers coming up. <laughs> Wait, you're uh, dedicating the Doobie Brothers? <laughs> China, China Grove going out to Debbie and El Segundo. <laughs> so, uh, she, uh, she got knocked up to this back in 1998. That's a long time ago. Look it up. Hey, what's up? My name is Jessica. I want to dedicate the Doobie Brothers to Chewy. He's locked up right now. But he always loves those Doobies. <laughs> Gotta love the doobies. Here they are. <laughs> I forget how it starts. Yeah, man. If you can't, if you can't fuck to the doobs, <laughs> you should get you should get yourself checked out. You should get your prostate checked out because. And in Russia, if you can't doob to the fucks. <laughs> uh, but, all right, that's it. I gotta go check my meter. <laughs> Thanks, Blade. Thanks for being here. All right, I gotta go. I'm, Rope really, ladder. I'm a big fan of Blaine Capatch's all dedication dad rock station. 
Yeah. You dedicate the Moody Blues. <clears throat> hey, uh, you know what? Uh, somebody loves somebody 12 months a year. That's why this uh, <laughs> a little song by a little friend of mine named Neil Sadaka going out is called Calendar Girl. <laughs> I love, I love, I love my calendar girl. Like the Ted Cruz of 50s pop music. <laughs> He's another one of those guys with a, a neck cankle. <laughs> Just the, th- the the chin goes right into the right into the belly. <laughs> Like a sort of like an iguana, I guess. Is that is that is, would that be like a throat well, waddle when, kind of a waddle that well, extends? When Ted Cruz is threatened. He puffs up his waddle <laughs> to make himself appear bigger. It's uh, to the mountain lion that's trying to eat him. It, it also be, what, it also helps it, him lodge in the throat of a large predator, sure, and cough yeah. him up. Mm-hmm. Would an example of something he would be threatened by be like someone who wants to? Uh, see the Constitution as a living document. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. If somebody is is trying to challenge the original intent of the founders, what Ted Cruz does is he takes off his shirt and displays two giant markings on his back that look like eyes. Right. So they think <laughs> he's a bigger creature than right. he is, <laughs> and they see him as a threat. Also, that's why others say he's so colorful as to appear poisonous. I, he does have a very liberal interpretation of. Uh, of the Bill of Rights, and that he said, I was talking. To, he says it applies. You, to, so you were talking to him? Yeah, I was <laughs> talking to presidential candidate Ted Cruz, just casually in my capacity as an NPR journalist, okay. National Public Radio, and uh, he and he said to me, he thinks that the Constitution, in full, including the Bill of Rights, mm-hmm. applies to stick-like insects. Mm. So insects that appear to be sticks and leaves. He thinks are are full citizens. Well, so like, he, not just that they should just... be granted full citizenship; that they are mm. by nature native-born full citizens. He's just trying to court the uh, uh, praying mantises, <laughs> right? They're a powerful lobby. They're very yeah. powerful, and because they're all Catholics, they tend to vote conservative, right? Very fundamentalist, the praying mantises. <laughs> sure, I, and they look I, always look like they're looking right at you, no matter where you are. <laughs> oh, those little those little black eye holes look, looking right at you, oh, like googly cookie monster eyes on praying mantises. <laughs> ah, oh, ah, it's looking right at me. They've got those bumper stickers that say, "I eat my mate and I vote." Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me about my young. <laughs> Someone went to a spittle nest three feet away from me, and uh, all I got was this lousy uh, something a mantis would wear. What would it be? A uh, wi- carapace? <laughs> exoskeleton? Yeah. All I got was this lousy exoskeleton. Like, hey, well, is they don't have a chrysalis, do they? There's some sort of encasement. No, I don't going think on. they're. I don't think they have any kind of. Uh, metamorphosis that they go through, although maybe they do. Hey, larva pupa mantis. I yeah, you, yeah, larva pupa. You, you got it. And then they probably, you know, like uh, uh, fuck around a little in college, right? <laughs> sure, like experiment. <laughs> yeah, like with their what, roommates. What if I became a beautiful butterfly? Oh man, don't just don't come home for Thanksgiving. It'll kill your father. <laughs> I'm kidding. I already ate him. <laughs> no, no son of mine will have a pupil phase. You know, uh, uh, can we do an apt pupil joke? <laughs> Any apt pupil jokes? Check, check. Probably. Sorry, I'm just checking my cans. <laughs> I'm, I feel like a is there a, is there a can adjustment on these things? Yeah. Why? Well, we'll 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 take a break in a second and we'll adjust our cans. All right. Cool. I'm I'm freaking out, you guys. I know. Blink Apache is having yeah. some trouble over there. It's okay, guys. <laughs> Look at the odometer. Amazing, isn't teeth. it? <laughs> it's like odometer flipping around as my altimeter. No, it's the altimeter. I blew my own joke. I was uh, going for a Warner Brothers uh, uh, plane going straight down with the uh, altimeter. Got going it. Going around and around. Spinning around yeah, yeah, yeah. in a circle. Sure. Now we have to pay for it. Uh, Blaine, you were telling me before we started that you have found a new 
stash of Donald Duck cartoons for <laughs> your child to watch. I did. Because this is what he's into. Uh, uh, yeah, he, I, like, he wants to watch Donald Duck. You go, da, da, da. How old is your child? Uh, 17. Right. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, he just turned two. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, but he, he plays 17. Right. So, uh, <laughs> sure. I'm looking to get him cast. Now he, uh, but he likes Donald Duck and I, he doesn't like anything else. I try to get him to watch some Road Runners and he was patient with those and Tex Avery's. He just wants to watch Donald Duck. He gets okay. upset. So, uh, what, what, what was it the Road Runner that was a turnoff? Uh, it, it wasn't Donald Duck. Okay. He's just got his kid thing going on. Yeah, I, my, my son uh, will only watch Toy Story 3 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, How exclusively. old? Exclusively. He's three and a half. Oh, okay. And there's no you, – there's no, you can't even make a suggestion of something other than Toy Story 3. Even Toy Stories 1 and 2 are off the table now. Mm-hmm. He, will, he will engage in idle speculation about what might and might not be in Toy Story 4. Ah, okay. He learned that Thinking there ahead. will at some point be a Toy Story 4, and he's he'll look to the future on okay. that issue. But. And how does he feel about – I mean, does he does he weigh in on Marvel casting news? He said – Rumors <laughs> as to who's going to be in Spider-Man? He said something to me that I – look, I'm not – this isn't kids say the darndest things, but he said something to me about Toy Story. And it was the darndest thing. <laughs> it really was how the darndest d- I'll be thing. the judge of how darned this is. How, how darned was it? I think, you know, you can't, <laughs> you can't objectively judge how darned the thing your own kid says. Because, you, you know, let me, let me as, an, as an objective third party, let me, let, me, let me vote how darned this is. Are you looking it up on your phone? Yeah. Okay, so I have it here. So, so the context was that um, I was trying to – he was taking his bath – and, but he was taking an early bath, so he had a little bit of time between bath and stories, brushing teeth in bed. Mm-hmm. And so the NBA finals were on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a Golden State Warriors fan, and they're in the finals for the first time in my entire life. Very excited about it. So I'm more of an Inca army guy. <laughs> yeah. I like the Incas. Totally. Well, I mean, Jordan's an Olmec guy, so yeah. you guys are going to have a little static. Sure. Jordan uh, has always been an <laughs> Olmec <Mexico-lo-o>. guy. Mexico. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm trying to convince Simon that what he wants to watch is the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you want to watch basketball? We can see the Warriors play basketball. I'm just trying to convince him that this is something he likes. Sure. Because sometimes you can. Sometimes with a child, if you if you, you make sort it, if of you make them think it's them their in, call. Yeah. You can kind of gaslight them into thinking that something is right is like something that they already were into. Mm-hmm. But I was failing. And he said to me, this is a direct quote that I wrote down immediately afterwards. He said, Toy Story 3. That's the only show I want to watch in the world. So if you expect me to watch a show, you must turn on Toy Story 3. Okay. That's the darndest. Right. That's the darndest. You okay. must turn on Toy Story mm-hmm. 3. He that's knows what al- he wants. That's almost like – He knows what the stakes are too. I feel like that was worded like it was Maoist propaganda. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if you expect me to watch a show. Look, it is I, the boat company. <laughs> sure, yeah. Father, I, you are a paper tiger. <laughs> I will eat, but I must also chew. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Makes perfect sense to a kid. <laughs> so how did he end up? How, why? What, what, what is it about Donald Duck? Is it that he makes those funny noises? Not sure. He's uh, uh, He reacts funny to teeth. When, when people smile, when people show a lot of teeth, he will, he will like blurt out a little chuckle. Which one is Donald Duck? Is Donald Duck Bugs Bunny's friend or Mickey Mouse's friend? It's Mickey Mouse's friend. He's Disney. Oh. Yeah, and we took him to Disneyland and what's he, the and other he duck? lost his shit, but what's he does that all the time anyway. What's the other duck? Uh, Howard. 
The other duck is Daffy, and Daffy is Warner Brothers. Yeah. Daffy, now that's a fun duck. Well, I think they're both quick to anger. I think they're Donald both cut duck from the same is, cloth. Yeah, There's well, no doubt that Donald Duck is the only one of any of those Disneyland guys that has any merit at all. Well, you know, <laughs> I thought that – I think that watching Donald, Donald has anger and uh, uh, sort of sadomasochistic. He's more of a, a sociopath duck. Right. He comes from a place – one of his lines is uh, – uh, like he'll see Chip and Dale like doing something and he'll go, oh, boy, now to have some fun. Yeah. And then he'll fuck with them. And then, <laughs> or he'll like – he's messing with a bee at the beach and he'll put the bee in a bottle – and if the bee stops flying or gets tired, he'll drown. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of shit, you know. And then, but but he it's, speaks to a child's love of torturing small creatures, yeah, and yeah. killing, killing, and just a child's cr- natural inclination to kill. But he also like when he he goes into these mad rages where they blur the animation. There'll be multiple images of him on screen at once, and he reacts to those. And like I, I've found that the Warner Brothers are more adult. You need to be a little more nuanced, a little more grown up to sort of get. Oh, okay, this is a laid back character. They're more, their characters on Warner Brothers are not archetypes. So I think the Disney stuff is a little more accessible to kids. Yeah. Then again, I've never been a child. I've always been a fully grown man. <laughs> sure. Right. Uh, the speculation. At yeah, that I, point. I, I tried to put on like Pink Panther, so it would be silent. It would be like that kind of stuff. And I made you a, get a nice, you know, jazz. Background exactly. to whatever when you're you doing. When you say Pink Panther, really you, you mean the cartoon character from the insulation commercials, or are you talking about the Peter Sellers movies? Uh, uh, no, the, the Steve Martin uh, <laughs> yeah. Pink Panther, over and over, Noted. Uh, uh, with the director's commentary running underneath. He my, didn't seem to like it for some reason. <laughs> my my uh, son only watches the movie Cheaper by the Dozen. Mm. He likes late period Steve Martin. He loves late period Late Steve period, family he's friendly real, Steve Martin. He's a real silver fox. Sure. I tried to show him Bowfinger, but he said, no, yeah. so I'm not having this. Didn't, didn't, uh, <laughs> yeah, didn't, uh, nothing, the man with two brains didn't do anything for Given him. Given the choice. <laughs> Dead men I don't wear plaid. I could fuck a gorilla. <laughs> the one thing he would, the one thing he would most like to watch is probably, uh, Steve Martin playing banjo on a television show when you wish he would tell some jokes. Sure. You know, that's his favorite thing. Yeah, has he seen The Jerk? Seen the jerk? You gotta show him the jerk. At that's, three, age three is jerk time. That's perfect jerk time. Yeah, it's when he understands. You know, he is a calling man. a penis something that it's not. He's a man child. Yeah, I, I, I'm look how exciting I, it is to have your name in the phone book. I'm wondering at what point <laughs> my child will understand uh, the Warner Brothers cartoons. Because the Warner Brothers cartoons, I'll watch that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Those things are, I mean, even 75 years later or whatever it is. I'm like, I'll see that and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, uh, it, it, like I said, they are a little more subtle, I believe. Really? Than the, yeah. Then the, well, the Disney stuff is so, it's, it's so broad. And then it got broader. There's a, there's a whole New thing like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, that kind of stuff, where oh, everybody's hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. I'm yeah, with that. exactly. It's just written for it. I would hate to live in a universe with those Disney characters where everything is a problem that you need your friends to help solve. You know, <laughs> like I need to make some coffee. What do I need, Pluto? You got to help me make some coffee. Ooh. Hey, maybe, Mickey, maybe you need a pot and some ground. Yeah. Like, oh, Jesus, everybody has to get in on making, you know, juicing a thing but or cleaning fair, your house. Like, before he watched Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, when you asked him to go make you a cup, pot of coffee, what happened? 
Well, I showed him how to make the Keurig as soon as he got home from the hospital. Right. <laughs> so he so could, he just need to learn about pod-based yeah. pods coffee delivery. So, uh, and he draws like little designs in the foam. They're very naive. And I, I put I put his foam designs up on our refrigerator. He draws na- naive. Yeah, you characterize them as naive. <laughs> would, you character, would you say they're American folk art? <laughs> uh, I'd say they're American something. <laughs> Jesse, do you think what your son likes so much about Toy Story 3 is that it's a meditation on death and growing old? Yes, absolutely. He still doesn't seem to understand that uh, Lotso Huggin' Bear is the bad guy. Oh, yeah? Like when Lotso Huggin' Bear turns evil, uh, he doesn't even process it. does not even seem to phase him at all. As far as he's concerned, all of these guys are his friends and they're having an adventure together. And what it is, he doesn't care. By the time it's two-thirds of the way through the movie, he's just jumping up and down on the couch anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, it is a weird thing. It- uh, I saw it in the theater with Patton, and uh, uh, we were both trying to pretend that we weren't crying. Yeah. It was really hard to not cry at that. Oh, I, was, I cried like a motherfucker. Yeah, it was really, it's like, oh, oh what, my this God. Is, this is unexpected. You're like, you know, uh, during the climax of this movie, I want to smell my jacket. <laughs> is, that <how> you, <laughs> is that how you fake it? What, yeah. do you do, what do you do when you're watching a classic cartoon with a kid and a racist thing comes up oh, because yeah. it feels like that happens a lot, right? Well, like that's when I explain the differences someone... in the races from. Oh, uh, okay. The the ridges <laughs> on their skulls yeah, need you them know, to be deceptive. Yeah, sure. The way muscles, uh, leg muscles, are bred and things like that. I'd let my kid in on all the. Uh, oh, good. The, all the deep cut racism when he sees it. <laughs> it's, oh, it's never too soon you to know, start teaching your kid about phrenology. The Disney stuff. The Disney stuff. There's always something World War Two. Based, it's like I know it's not. I know it's not a, a a way to justify it or anything. But when the Disney racist stuff comes up, it's always like, oh, it's anti-Japanese, it's anti, you know, Russian or whatever. But it, it's it's like, okay, we're we're just coming off the war, and then I go, oh, wait a minute, now I'm falling for some sort of bullshit argument. These these are horrible people. <laughs> well, sort of weirdly fascist. I know yeah. I know someone who works at uh, Disney Animation, and. Um, he secretly reintroduced Song of the South into the Disney library. They have like an internal library and it had been like excised completely. Uh, and he had to just like go like, hey, should I just put Song of the South in here? And they're like, you have it? And I'm like – and he's like, yeah, I mean you can get it on the internet. And he totally had to sneak it in because it's so weirdly racist. Hmm. But I mean there's a – What about those crows from Dumbo? Sure. Also, how could you make a child watch anything that sad? Oh, God, yeah. Dumbo is awful. Yeah, I mean, uh, I still remember the the one for me as a kid that I'm like, this is too sad for me and I'm thinking about dying was Pinocchio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pinocchio is all about a a child who has to, you know – be out on his own experiencing the worst parts of the world. Yeah, Pinocchio's raw. Yeah. Got eaten by a whale. Yeah, I was uh, I got up and had to leave the theater. I remember my mom coming back and get me out, get me in, take me back in. No, you're going to watch this. But meanwhile, I took <laughs> And then she made a shaming video. <laughs> she, yeah, she put me She on made the you internet. hold up a sign. She put me on the internet in 1971. <laughs> I uh, t- I took Simon to see the movie <clears throat> Paddington Bear. Mhm. And there's this part where Paddington Bear uh, – first of all, Paddington Bear is a lovely movie. Uh, oh, lovely movie. You're, uh, the scene where he kills his wife and kills himself. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, so it's like, <laughs> and like they don't, don't even really show it. They just sort of show the aftermath. Yeah. Um, they just show a, a rookie cop reacting to it. Yeah. 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 And the you can daughter's see already by crying. The, you can see by the look on his face that – 
they really went out in the worst way. Um, Grenades in the mouth? There's <laughs> how it happened. This, and it, was, it had been a few days, so the, like the register of the smell, like the visceral animal recognition of the smell, like the yeah. snap back, and, and also if, the, the horror of it. And if you're in a good theater with surround sound, you can hear the flies kind of traveling across the room. And if, I saw it in Flymax. You got to see it in Flymax, how the filmmaker intended. Uh, you know, I saw it at the Highland mm-hmm. in Highland Park, where mm-hmm. near where I live, and they actually stabbed a man. Oh, wow. Just to... Just to kind of drive it home, you know, like that's what this is. Yeah, like those old you know, 50s movies like where they would like electrocute you in the seats or something. They would exactly. do a little shock. Precisely. Sure. Precisely. Nice. So in watching Paddington Bear, which is a very sweet, funny movie, um, there's one scene where he is climbing in the uh, shaft of uh, uh, like a boiler or central heater um, uh, furnace. <laughs> and there's like flame coming up. And it doesn't really get that close to burning him or anything. Uh, my son Simon is now so against Paddington Bear, we can't even like look at Paddington Bear, the book, which is a book in which literally nothing happens. Like It is just like, here's Paddington Bear. They found him in a train station. The end. Hmm. And yeah. Also the plot of Babar. Meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> the like, uh, well, Babar, Babar got England. Nah, that's about it. Like the complete. That was also the uh, plot of the guns of Navarone. <laughs> the completely heartrending Toy Story 3. Mm-hmm. Just Doesn't, huh? No, no, does not register at all. Hmm. At all. By the way, the plot of Babar is colonialism is good. Oh, Okay. Let's be I, Maybe I missed that. The savages need, need sure. shaming. Yeah. That's the plot of Babar. Hey, uh, I think I, I told you about this at work, mm-hmm. I think, Jordan. But uh, uh, I, I was going out with this girl in the 80s, and she told me about this book, How to Read Donald Duck. And it was written by a Chilean dissident in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And it was this really great book that explained how mm-hmm. Disney was all about cultural imperialism and how the, the, the concept of the noble savage, if you ever read like Uncle Scrooge and Donald Duck, they would go on some sort of corporate adventure, like to the to the desert mm-hmm. with sand cats, or they go to a desert, wa- you know, some sort of wasteland, or an island thing, and they would drill or mine, and they would meet the natives, and the natives were always savage, but they would gladly help Uncle Scrooge do whatever he wanted, uh, and then he would take their money and uh, put it in one of his vaults and go swimming in it. <laughs> but it, the other thing he pointed out was uh, uh, that it sounds, that, o- it sounds obvious when you describe it like that. Yeah, it's, he would just swim. Or, they yeah. could, and they couldn't be whiter, Don, Donald and Scrooge. Sure. And the, this is uh, actually the story of J.P. Morgan, who yeah. would travel the world swimming in piles of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. he brought his own money pools. Yeah. But the uh, uh, he too the, would the, wear a tuxedo jacket <laughs> and no pants yeah, and web feet and spats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Donald and and Mickey and uh, I I don't know if Goofy does or not, but they all had there was never a mother figure, but there was a female figure on the periphery, <clears throat> and there was a there was a, there were duplicates of them in triplicate, uh, the sons from you know, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah, they were nephews or nieces. They were never direct relations, but there was a control relationship going on, and uh, that was the uh, that was the army of it was it was he had it all I'm laid happy out. That you're passing this on to your kid. Oh yeah! Every- One day he'll be the capitalist you always wished you could be. <laughs> oh, he's uh, uh, my kid's gonna be. He's gonna wear like pinstripe suspenders, and he's gonna be a. Uh, <laughs> it's a classic industrialist. Yeah, pinstripe just Wall Street gecko. Suspenders. Yeah, he'll be the next uh, 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 Michael Milken. He's gonna Milken. wear f- French cuffed suits and pinstripe suspenders <laughs> and wingtip hats. And when he loses it all, he'll wear a barrel. 
Right. He will wear a bear. He'll yeah. sell pencils. <laughs> now, I think he's going to go. He's going to uh, go out classic. He's going to look at the ticker tape and jump. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hi, I'm Julie Sabatier, host of Rendered, a show about making meaning and breaking rules. The thing about being a lawyer is we're really not supposed to encourage people to break the law. Human beings have a superpower, and it's called play. I love this carpet. And your fingers dissect things just as well as anything does. These stories are great to listen to while you're doing laundry, going for a run, cleaning your bathroom, or not sleeping on an airplane. Make boring stuff fun with Rendered. Available now at MaximumFun.org or wherever you like to get your podcasts. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Blank Patch, uh, uh, Portuguese man of war wrangler. Really, you're wrangling him. I'm wrangling him. That's how I got through college. Oh. I used, to, you know, I got into it. I was sort, I was Mexican. I was uh, milking Mexican rattlesnakes for a while uh, uh, during a summer uh, summer abroad, and then I just uh, uh, I, I just got bitten by the, the Portuguese man of war bug, and uh, haven't looked back. Haven't looked back. I yeah. also worked my way through college. I got. I was in a certificate of pro- program for stripping. I worked as a doctor. <gasps> just a nice. just a, so you can pay off those stripper bills. The stripper school. Bills. Yeah, stripper school. <laughs> well, you know the the amount of debt that strippers have is is unbelievable, and having to pay it off in ones. Can you imagine? <laughs> sure. Yeah. You have to just bundle them up and mail them to the school, sure. and then you get busted by the Dennis Hastert people. Yeah. yeah. For bundling. <laughs> Jordan, what are you up to? Uh, well. I had a very uh, – woke up early today. Jesus Christ, we didn't ask for your life story. <laughs> it's been very productive. I've done two things. I'm still laughing about Blank Apache's bundling. <laughs> He's doing Federal Election Commission <laughs> jokes over there. Yeah, I got, got a bunch of stuff about the EZ form. <laughs> we should, <laughs> I think we find ourselves like covering, <laughs> we covering a wide variety of topics. And two things today. Yeah. Test drove a Prius. How was nice. that? Uh, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. The little Prius. Now, did oh, you just, okay. They're, they're cute. Scooty little. It's a, yeah, it's a little scooty guy. And did you just go by the uh, uh, car dealership exclusively for television writers? <laughs> yeah. Where they just sell the three different Priuses? Yeah, they wouldn't let me in for some reason. It was really weird. And I'm like, you know, they just like, I would try and walk in and a man would step in front of me, just this, you know, and he wouldn't say anything. Then I left and came back wearing some uh, horn rim glasses. Let me right in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they just uh, didn't buy it for a second. Thank God that got sorted out. <clears throat> uh, yeah. They, uh, my, I got a car accident. They don't know if it's totaled yet, so I'm doing some preliminary looking at new cars. Are you healthy? I'm well. perfectly fine. I yeah. think the car just exploded because it was a Scion and they are made of Lincoln Logs. So okay. a low-speed <laughs> low collision in a residential area will explode a Scion. 
Yeah. It's the thing that's great about scions is uh, if you look at them just right, they will literally explode. <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, great to impress people in the parking lot. Like, uh, hold on for a minute, I got to kill this guy. Yo! <laughs> you look at a scion and it fucking blows. Yeah, up you just have it. your yeah. friend flick a penny at it. I used yeah. to do that on the Tonight Show in the seventies. Oh, great! <laughs> oh my God! It's like oh, I thought that was Rod Hole and Emu, but it was, it was you. <laughs> Things got really crazy when you were on with Dom DeLuise. You guys would always get a little drunk before you went on. I would just. Stick around and just watch you guys cracking up during the blooper reel. Can I tell you something about Dom DeLuise? Sure. Oh, God, here we go. Dom DeLuise. (laughs) I mean, I really – I basically know Dom DeLuise. I mean, I don't know if Dom DeLuise was ever a leading man, but I know him from making cameos in children's films pretty much. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like him at the beginning of the Muppet movie and him in uh, History of the World Mm -hmm. Part 1, you know? I think that shit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I could watch Dom DeLuise just kind of yell yeah. and, f- and fling his arms around for like for like four hours completely <laughs> happily. Just him going, ah! <laughs> just swinging his arms around and wearing a Chef Paul Prudhomme hat. Yeah, classic, classic coked out 70s funny man. <laughs> it was a real style, you know, at the time. It's, okay. He so, even had a type. He, and, and James Coco mm-hmm. was like a... Was uh, 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 that type, there a Dom you go. type. Mm-hmm. I was I was a fan of Burt Reynolds. He was like a cool guy when I was a kid. I watched the longest. And he was a friend of that. I watched the Longest Yard not that long ago. The thing that impressed me the most about the Longest Yard, uh, it's you know, it's like a regular hundred minute movie, and there's like it's a comedy, and there's like two jokes in the entire movie. <laughs> I told you I broke his fucking neck. <laughs> yeah. One of them's racist. And then them, basically all that happens in the movie is uh, uh, Burt Reynolds kind of cocks his head and works his jaw. But it's great. Mm. It's totally great. Yeah, that's, he made a career out of that. He's so good. He's so fucking compelling. I feel like the – I don't know if they came out in the same year or not. But I feel like the jerk and airplane dared to ask the question, what if a comedy had jokes in it? Yeah. Like what if these yeah. funny movies – we wrote jokes in advance. Yeah. That uh, really does seem like the big innovation. When Airplane came out, I saw it in the theater. I was a kid. I don't know, whatever year it came out. And I was watching it. And like five minutes in, I couldn't believe I was watching it. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, is this happening? It's the same thing with Naked Gun. Like just – I kept looking back at my mom and dad like, is this really on television? Yeah. Am I being – I don't know what punked is, but I feel like I'm being punked. <laughs> yeah. It was so it was so, like, I, I'm what, anticipating what, the arrival of a man named Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> yeah, what's I mean, why like is this a joke being played on me that this is so good and funny? Why isn't it it was it was a Why shock is everything not like this? Yeah, exactly. And then of course Naked Gun was off the air in six episodes. Sure. Oh, it played police or, 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 I'm squad. sorry, police squad. Police squad. Police sure. squad. Yeah, I'm sorry. I went to the uh, Naked Gun. I watched Police Squad not that long ago, so it was on yeah. Netflix or something. The opening credit sequence, I was like I I was I I wanted to watch it again and again and I couldn't. I was yeah. upset that I was I couldn't ble- it's like what's going on? There was jokes everywhere beginning to end. It's fucking hilarious. Sir, if you're out there and you have not watched Police Squad on Netflix or whatever and you if you it's, it's with so, Angie Dickinson. It's so, she plays she plays a, a, a bionic uh, woman. It's so fucking funny. Yeah. It's got Tommy Lasorda in there. Okay, go ahead. Uh, anyway, Tess drove a Prius. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's okay. Um, Tess drove a Prius, and I went downtown to CatCon, which I'm is sorry? a excuse me. CatCon is a convention 
for t- oh, I've heard about this. Yes. this is like it's like the guy like they have the cannabis competitions, and there's different all the different people who sell the pot. Oh, you're equipment. thinking of DankCon. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. There's, oh, this yeah. is the one where you can you go and you you can meet your favorite porn stars and no, you think that's uh, SpankCon. Okay, yeah. Is this the one where you try on wedding dresses? No, that's a say yes to the dress. Okay. On. Well, I don't then I guess I'm Oh, is this the one where there's there's like 12 horses mm-hmm. and they're on a dirt track. They they fire a starter's pistol and the things and then they race down the track. People bet on it. Yeah, that's the the triple crown you're thinking of. Okay. And congratulations to American Pharaoh by the way. Hey, Our yeah. first triple crown winner. Spoiler spoiler, I oh, haven't boy. watched it yet. I watched it this <laughs> you're, weekend. You're saving it. Yeah, it's on my it's in my queue. <laughs> I I'm too behind on Game of Thrones yeah. and horse racing. I uh, what for the 50th for the 34th straight year, I am three behind on the Triple Crown. Oh, boy. Yeah, I've missed all three Triple Crown events this year. Uh, you know, uh, uh, it just reminded me I just lost $40,000 last night. <laughs> oh, geez. I yeah. am sorry. Buddy. That's okay. I got to uh, call, call Chase on Monday. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Jordan. Yeah. Is it the one where uh, – Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll field guy... a couple more of these. Sure. Yeah, what do you Is got, it Blaine? the one where the guy gets out of the uh, the lunar module and says that's one small step for a man? <laughs> one for no, I think that's the moon landing. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, 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 is it the one mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that ends with Humphrey Bogart looking at Lauren Bacall and saying, I be- think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship? <laughs> that's Casablanca. Oh, Jordan. Sure. I got it. Okay. What's it I'll take. Again? You know what? I'm starting to think you guys aren't legitimately guessing, but I'll hear two more of no, these. No, I'm pretty sure. And I know then I'm just going to end up telling you what CatCon is. It's called CatCon, right? It's called CatCon. So it's happening downtown this ooh, weekend. Ooh, cat, oh wait, wait, it, CatCon. Yeah. Is it the one with the dogs? No. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to hear one more of these crazy guesses, and then I'm going to tell you. Maybe. Okay, now, correct me if I'm different wrong. Different mammal, Blaine. Different mammal. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but wait till the uh, end. Sure. It's eight days long. Okay. In the beginning, Already wrong. In the beginning, Sounds already wrong. Go ahead. In the beginning, there's nothing. Wrong. Then, through the course of the next seven days, mm-hmm. uh, not it. a mysterious not figure it. creates the heaven and earth. Then the eighth day he rests. No, I think you're thinking of the book of Genesis. Oh. They Cat were awesome. Con. <laughs> yeah. I think Genesis didn't start till Peter Gabriel left. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah. Van Halen didn't start till a Mr. Sammy Hagar got there. If you, I was going to say Michael Cherone, but maybe we'll settle this in the parking lot. <laughs> if you ask me, Genesis didn't get started until Hyundai got involved. Thank you. <laughs> there mean? we go. Nice. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, is there a Hyundai Genesis? <laughs> hey, we went to, speaking of quickly speaking sure. of cars. We went to the. Uh, uh, we were sick of all our breakfast places. We, uh, the wife and child and I, went to the farmers market to do pars for the greatest pancakes on earth. Sure. And uh, there was an auto exhibit there. All these classic cars were there, like a pink AMX Javelin was there, a 69 Corvette Stingray, a black L88 with side pipes. That was my favorite. I lost my shit over that. A row of antique Firebirds and like Model Ts and Model As and and, and 57 Chevys. It was fantastic. 
but that was fun. How were the pancakes? Uh, uh, they were delightful. They were uh, nitrous burning. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nitrous burning. They have nice chassis on those cakes. You know what? Uh, uh, we got there early and watched them uh, burn some bleach off the back. Yeah. I'm such a gearhead. I love pancakes. <laughs> oh, man. You know, the waitress with those drag slicks on. <laughs> oh, yeah. RuPaul's drag slicks. <laughs> I, was at, I was at brunch the other day, and I'm like, give it to me chromed out. Mm. You know what I'm talking about, Joe? Oh, yeah. So, CatCon. I got some apple pie. It was totally cherried. (laughs) (laughs) Cherry pie. Yay. Um, CatCon is a convention. It happens downtown Mm -hmm. uh, for cat people. This is fans of the construction brand Caterpillar. (laughs) No. These are fans Um, of uh, the movie uh, uh, that had the song by David Bowie. Oh, I don't know. Sasha Kinski? It might might be. It might be that. No, it's not that. It's a these where you are, go. These are human cats. These are, yes, these are, yeah. It's a kind of an island of Dr. Moreau. Got it. But like downtown, and there's food trucks. Got it. Yeah, uh, so this is, I think they're selling it as Comic-Con for cat people. Oh, so, so like you a can't get a room at the Cat Hyatt. <laughs> yeah, no, no room at the Cat Hyatt. Um, and uh, so this, I was, I liked the idea of this so much. And I had a free afternoon. Drive, t- driving the Prius did not take that long. Right. Um, so. And you're a cat lover. You have a cat at home. I do have a cat at home. Like the cat a lot. Um, and so yeah. So this was like, I would. It's if I were to describe it in a way to kind of encapsulate the experience. It's like, what if you were inside Etsy? Mm-hmm. So this is – the people in it are all the people you imagine making Etsy things and the things on display are the things they are making. So it, it is – there are cats at CatCon but it's like an adoption area and it's pretty small. Most of the space in CatCon is dedicated to either cat products or kind of crafty cat T-shirts and art prints and stuff. Okay. Were you in the market for any cat products? Are there okay? Are there any cat panels? Yes, there were. So I went to one cat panel. Mm-hmm. This was it, was it Heathcliff. <laughs> yeah, it's how to put a whole fish in your mouth and just remove the bones. <laughs> the title of the panel was Heathcliff, comma Heathcliff, yeah. colon. Should someone terrorize? <laughs> yeah, we'll answer that question. Uh, so the one panel I went to was called "Debunking the Myth of the Cat Lady." Uh-huh. This was hosted by Mayim Bialik. Ah! Uh, I saw your selfie you took with Smarf. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I can't believe I met him. Uh, so Mayim Bialik got, gets up there, and uh, the guy introduces her. And this is a this is a kind of an outrageous fat man wearing a three piece suit and an ascot, but he also has a shaved head and ear gauges. Uh-huh. This is the guy who's like presiding over CatCon. Now, Maya and Bialik, that's Blossom. So, so he announced her. She's like, "You'll know our next presenter, Maya and Bialik, from The Big Bang Theory." Woo! And of course, I'm of a certain age, so I know her as Blossom. Ah! Like the place fucking went ape shit when he mentioned Blossom. It was like, yeah. <laughs> It was like it was. I now I know what it must be like to be in the audience of Showtime at the Apollo. Isn't she? Isn't she an advocate for weird, crazy person things? That's a great question. I don't know anything about Maya Bialik other than she's on those two shows, and she also wants you to adopt more cats. And she's a neuroscientist. Oh, I don't know. 
Here's what I think. Here's about. what do you think about Maya Bialik? I'll... This is all allegations. And our producer, our producer should probably be Googling this. He's not. He's okay. sitting there like a oh, lazy boy. bone. Sure. I'm thinking, A, she's involved in mom-related crazy person things. Oh, like not vaccinating and stuff? Yeah. B, she's some kind of neuroscientist. Okay. And C... All th- you're saying all three of these things is true. Now this may I want to I want to say one thing. Okay. All of these things it might just be Punky Brewster. Okay. So I can't. Oh, she's got a weird name too. What's Punky Brewster's name? Soleil Moon. <laughs> okay. Her mom is uh, Sandra Palouse, and her brother is Mino Palouse from <laughs> Voyagers. <laughs> and he was on also uh, played a. Uh, a kid on uh, Space Academy. Okay. Which was a Saturday morning live action science fiction show on CBS, I believe. <laughs> Looks like we're playing another round of our classic game show, Soleil Moon Fry or Mayim Bialik. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're having a stroke. Yeah. Um, so was she the only person? So that's what I think. And I think she may have had some kind of child stuff store in West Los Angeles at some point. Okay. It was like BPA-free trains and stuff? Yeah. Okay. God, I got to get the bip out of my trains. <laughs> you got to get the bip out. Those toxic trains. That's what's causing day, autism. Oscar, Oscar was like, choo-choo, and I'm like, mm-mm. Sorry. Bippa. <laughs> Too many bippas. You'll become yeah. autistic. So the panel p- play with these whole grains. So the panel is Mayim Bialik, Soleil Moonfry. <laughs> Soleil Moonfry, not involved. Not as far as I could tell, did not appear at CatCon. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, wait, no, wait. I'm, I'm, you lost me. When? Where's Mino Palouse in all this? <laughs> I think not. <laughs> a, also, not in attendance. I'm pretty sure. I think Mino he's across Palouse? town at the moon landing. Mino Palouse is on a live action science fiction children's program. Yes. Uh, so, she introduces someone who's like the curator of the Modern Art Museum of Houston, and this woman comes up. And no such thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's uh, it's above an Arby's <laughs> <laughs> on the way to the airport. It's a museum. Uh, it's a Matt Houston. Sure. If you get a free free admission if you buy a Jamocha shake. <laughs> and she she just comes up and she says, "If I was a if I was a cat lady, why would I be wearing this T-shirt with a peacock on it?" What? So she gave a very impassioned speech about discrimination against cat ladies and the you know their perception in the media, mm-hmm. um, and she showed some like you know I ancient perceive cat ladies to wear peacock shirts, sure, <laughs> uh, which is part of the bias that she's trying to eradicate. Right. So right. she showed some like old wood cuttings of witches with their cats and said like this is history's you know cat lady, and uh, then. Uh, she showed some like glamorous photos of movie stars, with, like you know, golden era movie stars with their cats. And it's like, why can't this be, you know, the the cat lady perception? Why can't these people be witches? Show, yeah. a, picture of, show a picture of Catwoman. Yeah, <laughs> Halle We're, Berry from the movie Catwoman. Sure. Listen, I think we all, as cat women, we all want to be perceived as vigilantes who are sometimes good and sometimes bad. But no matter what, expert jewel thieves. Right. Uh, so yeah, so that cats was fun. Cats love jewels. <laughs> cats do love jewels. Mm-hmm. I um I left before the panel because I had to come here and tape this gosh darn thing. I had to right. left before the panel. Uh, um, how to uh, how how to be a cat guy and still be cool. 
Mm-hmm. This is led by the man I described earlier, uh-huh. <laughs> who was uh, clearly very cool. So he didn't know what he was going to be talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Just hold your cat and have a sip of absinthe, you know, with the other cool fellows. <laughs> She's probably going to freak out a little bit when you take her into the Starbucks. <laughs> but just try to calm her down. Keep her calm. Yes. Pat her chest. Hum and whisper nursery rhymes, you know. Everyone in line will be at ease. <laughs> um and so, yeah, so there's a lot of, like, shit on sale that had, like, cat puns in it. A lot of, like, possum, mm-hmm. possum, round of applause. But the most baffling one was one that said, Meowklin, which is, I guess, <laughs> Brooklyn. Wait, spell it? M-E-O-W, I wrote it down, M-E-O, M-E-O-W-K-L-Y-N. Oh, Meowklin. Yeah. Meowklin, which is, I guess, a pun on Brooklyn. Does that make? Am I? Do you think I'm wrong about that? Is well, a, I've seen shirts that have said uh, Meowker's Field. Yeah, and I just assume that's Baker's Field for cats. <laughs> yeah, this new Meowork. Yeah, uh, I saw one that recently that said Meowneapolis. <laughs> Meow Mandu, mm. which I think <laughs> sure. Yeah, it seems like there's maybe an easier way to get into that. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, it would be, yeah. But. Catman feline would be how I would do it. That's how. That's the direction you would go in. Well, it, I mean, it combines Etsy's two favorite topics. Sure. Right? They just said they just had a whiteboard, and on one side it said cats, and mm-hmm. on the other side it said Brooklyn. They just wrote some shit down and printed it up. Sure. There you go. Boom. These t-shirts print themselves up at a hundred, a uh, hundred uh, score each. No, oh, god damn it. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? I do. Um, yeah, and then boom, you get yourself a fixed gear bike for every day of the week because mm-hmm. you're rolling in it, farting through silk. Yeah, there were a lot of uh, a lot of sad Etsy boyfriend types. You familiar <laughs> with this phenomenon of the sad Etsy boyfriend? He does the shipping. Yeah, you, well, I think he, <laughs> he puts on the wool hat and poses for the picture. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I assume also probably takes some packages to the post office mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I feel like those guys were like making eye contact with me, like, fucking right? And I'm like, no, I'm here by myself. I'm not about to bond with you, asshole. This is I fun. I gotta go pet some cats. Yeah, pet them. I did get my cat some artisanal catnip that came in a little tin, like now, a palmade tin. Doesn't a cat is just cool with any catnip, right? Uh, I mean, well, there's there's uh, Indicats and Cativas. Sure, yeah. Right. The Indicats is, like is for the uh, one's more for the chill, couch. And one's one from when the cat wants to be more, more creative. Right. And they want to stimulate creativity. One's more like a buzz and one's more like a chill. Yeah. Uh, you, you get it. Uh, yeah, as far as I can tell, she enjoys it about as much as other cats. It's good for cataracts. <laughs> You could lead a panel at CatCon, Jesse. God. How come Think I about it. Leading all those cats. You could take over the city. Think about it. Yeah. We've only been invited to Comic-Con that one disastrous time. Sure. We've never been invited to CatCon. Yeah. Never been in- invited to, Fort- to HempCon. Mm-hmm. None of these cons have ever invited us. That seems like bullshit to me. You guys didn't get invited to ShempCon. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't get invited to uh, uh, Hot Dog on a Stick Con. Mm-mm. Dude, got, if I was at Hot Dog on a Stick Con, I would be too busy uh, trying to like use my school books to cover up my boner. Sure, you, you guys, I didn't get invited to cover. You just up love the fried con. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> they give you a choice: it's American or Swiss. Yeah, for your fried cheese. Well, it depends on where you stand in World War II. <laughs> it really does. It's all in how to re- how to eat Donald Duck. <laughs> It is weird that the uh, the rest of the world has a more complicated relationship to Donald Duck than we do. 
like the Netherlands. Don't isn't there a day where everyone in the Netherlands dresses up like Donald Duck? Am I wrong about that? I know that Santa Claus has a racist black friend in the Netherlands. Yeah, that's Donald Duck. Oh, okay. Yeah, got it. Two days retirement. It's mm-hmm. not the crows from Dumbo. No, yeah. So I would imagine. I mean, if, if I'm in your position, sure. I don't have a cat. No, I get dogs. Sure. And dogs don't. You know, they don't, they don't care. But a cat, if I'm going to CatCon and I'm a cat owner, I'm buying it a cat castle. 100%. If there's anywhere on earth to buy a cat yeah. castle, it's at CatCon. There were some really impressive structures there. There was a like a hamster wheel for cats. And it was like, like made of like um, carpet. So while they scratch. Dog femurs. Yes. Yeah, made of <laughs> <laughs> The blood of my enemies. <laughs> yeah. The, from the bones of vanquished dogs. <laughs> Could you? Okay. So. What, could you get a cat to go through one of those tubes, like in a habit trail? Uh, yeah, there's cat you know tubes. Right? Compressed air, I'm sure you can get it to do anything. <laughs> so you're suggesting a pneumatic cat delivery system. So yeah, a yeah. little blast. Or are you talking about like a t-shirt cannon, but it's for cats? Uh, that would be a good... Fun would for be like a good minor one. league cat baseball del- games. Cat delivery sponsored system. Sponsored by the ASPCA. Mm-hmm. My uh, my my kittening gun. <laughs> Just launch some shelter cats up into the uh, up into the stands. Do you want to adopt a cat? <laughs> they live for twenty years. Stand up no. if you think you've got the responsibility. <laughs> Mix dry and wet food. <laughs> one lucky cat will have feline AIDS. <laughs> Try and guess which one. We're His kidding, death will no, rip your family apart. Uh, uh, yeah, so this is in a better place. Mm-hmm. So you got yourself an artisanal tin yeah. of, of nip. Mm-hmm. Nip is tin. Is that it? Is that all you brought home? Yeah. The, I, did I, you pay to get into this? I did, yeah. $20? <laughs> 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. A t- money well spent. I think it made for a real B-minus anecdote on the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And was who there... could put a price on that? Who can put a price on that? Was there any good cosplay? There, You know, there was a lot of women dressed as cat and something else there was a lot of cat steampunk cat japanese idol girl mm-hmm. uh there was a one that was pretty creative was a woman in a hospital gown cat face cone around her neck oh that's fun oh. i like that that's a as a as a brave cone cat yeah some kind of brave cone cat uh yeah so that was that was that was the most comic-con-y that it got were there sexy cat ladies no there were not sexy cat ladies Huh. Uh, I mean, you know, just by virtue of being cat ladies, they're all beautiful, I learned right. from this talk. Uh, Lil Bub was there. That's what I was going to say. Is there any celebrity cats there? Here's the thing. Lil Bub was there. He, now this is I a... heard Lil Bub is like is like six and a half feet tall. Like super tall. <laughs> yeah. Taller than you think. Sure, yeah. When he's in a movie with Tom Cruise, they have to put Tom Cruise on an Apple box. Yeah. That's weird. So, yeah, Lil Bub doesn't dwarf him. Tom Cruise is, uh, I mean, Tom Cruise is a famous deformed cat. <laughs> <from> the <internet. laughs> yeah. Grumpy Cruise. Grumpy Cruise. <laughs> Lil Bub. I'm not Lil mistaken Bub. in thinking Lil Bub is the cat that looks sort of like Wilford Brimley, right? Uh, Lil Bub has like a cleft palate. Uh-huh. He Even has... more cleft than your regular cat. Got yeah. it. And, and Cluster. His, his tongue kind of hangs out in a comical fashion, but if you were have to live like that, it would not be comical. Right. Yeah. Hey, I think he is, uh, yeah, humorously deformed, I Got think. It. Hilariously and adorably deformed. You had to pay extra to meet Lil Bub. And stand in a line, a really long line. The only longer line was for the women's bathroom. 
how much does it cost to meet to meet little bub? And just note that in my head, I'm going to be comparing it to the amount of money I just heard on the radio it takes uh, to meet uh, San Francisco Giants backup right fielder Justin Maxwell at Macy's in San Francisco this weekend. <laughs> uh, this is I think it's just ten extra bucks to meet little bub plus standing in this line. And I have to spend twenty five dollars at Macy's to meet backup right fielder Justin Maxwell. You could probably wow. like get some you know, get a couple packs of socks and underwear. No. You need those uh, anyways. How much did it cost Stock to up. get into the uh, uh, women's bathroom? <laughs> it was uh, free, but I had to bring my own shroud from home. Oh, uh, okay. So it's like the Magic Castle. Yeah, exactly. Right. Got to bring your own BYO shroud. You have to know somebody to get in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and you stand a long line, and Lil Bub was obscured behind some... Um, like a, like a gorilla's bears. concert. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. You only saw his bow, 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 bow. lasers and explosions for a tiny cat. So I didn't get to meet Lil Bub, and I didn't even get to see Lil Bub. It's just a hologram of Lil Bub, <laughs> yeah. like a Coachella. Like Coachella. Uh, I also was surprised that Grumpy Cat was there, but then I'm like, oh, is there like a turf war? Oh, so Grumpy Cat is the one that looks like Wilford Brimley. Yeah, Grumpy Cat is the frowning one who had a Lifetime movie. Yeah, I don't know what if he has a disease or not. I would guess yes, yeah. but but yeah, I, I wonder. Cats are pretty disease. Sure, I mean, yeah, there there's bags of disease. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but I I was wondering if, you know, they went out to both cats, and they said, you know, I'm not going to be there. Oh, if little Bub's there, you can forget about it, because you you know you want to be the main internet cat. Were there at any the con. super fat cats? That's what I would pay five dollars to see. No, no fatties. There was even a sign that said no fatties. Really? <laughs> yeah. Was it outside the uh, new definitions of cat lady? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Panel? Yeah, she was not happy about the sign. Like, I don't know if that <clears throat> sign is the right note to strike. There was a lot of merchandise with Pusheen on it. Who is uh, He's a fat cartoon cat. Pusheen? Pusheen? I, I thought it was the... Uh, uh... The the Canadian cat covered in gravy, <laughs> yeah, gravy and cheese. You're thinking of you're thinking of Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, oh, you're right. I am thinking of Wayne Gretzky. I think if you saw Pusheen, you would know who he was. Is he a? Is he a like a? Is, is he like? Uh, is he like that bear that teaches you French? <laughs> no, it's Muzzy. Okay. I think and I think Muzzy is an alien. Muzzy is a bear that teaches you French. French. I'm pretty sure. Pusheen. Okay, here we go. I'm not getting any goddamn thing. <laughs> I'm just getting. You just got to download the Pusheen app. There's literally a picture of a dog here. Yeah. That's, <laughs> look at this. This is what I get when I Google Pusheen. <laughs> it's just a picture of a dog. <laughs> it's just a fucking picture of a dog. How do you spell Pusheen? P-U-S-H-E-E-N, phonetically. P-U-S-H-E-E-N? Yeah. Oh, I added. Oh, that's uh, that's my review French. of uh, Repo Man. <laughs> I don't know this cat. You've never seen this cat before. Wait, is this cat friends with Bad Bad Botsmaru? No, I don't think he's a Sanrio item. Was Bad Bad Botsmaru there? No, no too birds. Bad? Yeah, too oh, too bad. Wait, well, and a bird. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's a pingo, isn't he? He's a pingo. Yeah, I love that guy. Natural so enemy bad. of the cat. You won't believe what he'll do to your stationery. Yeah, or your pen. And pencil or set. He'll jazz up your letters to your friends in math class. Small backpack. Yeah, I there was a uh, there was a girl. One of my my first high school crushes had bad bad Botsmaru stationery mm-hmm. and wrote me a little note in a class on it once. And I saved that bad bad Botsmaru note for uh, I probably since I graduated high school. I, you know what? It might still be in a fucking shoebox in my mom's house. It's a treasured item for me. I, you know what? I, Move in. You know what yeah. I've been saving <laughs> for the last ten years. Hmm. 
a pad of uh, stationery. I used to go to the used to go to Sunnyvale mm. a lot in college uh, to eat pho. Mm-hmm. It was the nearest high quality pho. And there was a nice uh, stationery store there, and we we bought some stationery that that was called uh, Happy Bear Man. We are nice. We like Storaberry. Mm-hmm. I've been saving that like it was. Yeah, because you can't just you can't just go out and replace that. You can't just Google Happy Bear Man. We are nice. We like Storaberry, and think that you're gonna be able to replace your Bearman material. So where are you gonna? So you mean you have to use these sparingly, right? Maybe you can like write your son's notes on the day they graduate, right? Or the day they get married, but not both, right? Maybe you can write some sex tips for the wedding night. You don't do that. That's how you're gonna use two of your Bearmans, mm-hmm. your sons. Both of your sons' wedding nights. Put some sex tits on there. I should hope they're, they're both virgins. It's, I'll write, I'll if you write, raise them correctly. It's like ordering Chinese food. Everybody gets a cookie. <laughs> sure. Hyphen. <laughs> Alec Baldwin from that one movie. <laughs> Which one was that again? Anyway. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed CatCon. CatCon was fun. I'm surprised you didn't come home with... I mean, the, re- the real reason, as a, as a straight male cat enthusiast... Mm-hmm. I would imagine that the real reason to visit CatCon <clears throat> is for the secret sex parties. Yeah, um, like and it, the you know, number that... of if it's an Etsy scene, the sure. number of chick, the number of digits you can get at CatCon as a legitimate straight male cat enthusiast. That's true, and I want to make this point, but I want to open an app before I do it. Okay, so uh, yeah, I mean, I see what you mean, Jesse. Take your time and open the open the app. Yeah, Jordan, sometimes Jordan will, uh, likes to use apps during the course of our program. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you think I, I heard on the radio before I went that the um, CatCon was 80% female, 80% right. female uh, registered for this thing. So, I mean, I guess you could say that I went to CatCon for the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for stalling while I opened that app. I think No, no, I did not. No numbers, no looks. Fucking bullshit. Not even any looks? No, I mean, just from the dudes who were looking at me like, ooh, this, right? And I'm like, no, cheer up. This is fun. I almost bought I almost bought a couple of prints, and I restrained myself. Footprints? <laughs> yeah, because that's when my cat was carrying me. <laughs> there were only one set of footprints in the litter. We'll be back in just a second on George Jessica. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Blaine, wake up. Oh, what, huh? Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just had the craziest dream. <laughs> I had the dream that uh, you were going to read the first paragraph, then you were going to read the second <laughs> paragraph, then you were going to do the third one. Hey, Jordan, what's our advertisement on this <laughs> week's program? Who's, who's helping pay for this operation? It's Warby Parker. Jordan, Jesse Go is supported in part by Warby Parker, a new concept in eyewear. Fashion-forward prescription glasses. They start at $95, including prescription lenses. You know, Jordan, with their at-home try-on program, you can order five pairs of glasses, one, two, three, four, five, to be shipped directly to your home. You can try them on, select your frames, send them back free. With no obligation to purchase. You go to warbyparker.com slash jjgo, warbyparker.com slash jjgo, and you get free three-day shipping on your final frame choice. Warbyparker.com slash jjgo. They really they make a fine product, Warby Parker. Sure. 
My wife wears those. Um, <clears throat> hey, I also I want to mention something. Please. You know, I in addition to my work here in the world of podcasts, I'm also I also run Put This On, one of the more popular uh, menswear blogs. And uh, as you may know, we have a line of pocket squares that we sell as a sort of pocket square of the month subscription type deal. Now, Blink Patch is looking at me like, okay, I'm here with you so far. We're having a sample sale here in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. actually at Max Fun HQ uh, on Saturday the 20th. So if you live in Los Angeles, you want to come buy some pocket squares, we're going to have pocket squares, some vintage stuff, some. Uh, fabrics, um, records, going to have some records, going to have free beer. Um, if you're 21 or over. Sure. Uh, Sorry, teens. Sa- oh, stick to so soda. Close. Stick to soda. Saturday the 20th. Um, you can find all the information to put this on.com. Just look in the right-hand column. Um, but Saturday the 20th from 10 to 4 here at Max Fun HQ. My mom's going to be here. and come meet my mom. <laughs> um, so if you're into any of that stuff, I hope we'll see you then. Uh, nothing on the Jumbotron this week. If you want to advertise on Jordan Jesse, go email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron and share a little message, uh, birthday wishes, uh, anniversary thanks, uh, uh, why did you total my car when I let you borrow it, whatever, uh, just go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron, and we will share that on this show or one of your other favorite Max Fun shows. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. And Blink Patch brought to you this afternoon by Wet Idea Perspirant and Odorant. If you need to get get wetty, get ready to get wetty. Wet idea, perspirant, and odorant comes in scented and really scented. <laughs> now you're getting the wet idea. Wet idea. <laughs> Blaine, don't bring your own sponsors onto the show. If we're not getting a cut of this wet idea <laughs> money. Perspirant money. Yeah. Is this, who would you say is the target market for this? Is it like 11-year-olds who have not yet hit puberty but would like to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Just kind it's of a, uh, Just people that, people that need to sweat a little bit more. Gotcha. People, uh, they also offer portable pubes. <clears throat> um, and uh, I don't know what else happens in puberty. Yeah. Emotional breakdowns, and unpredictable emotions. Sure. Uh, Just some uh, some fake jizz to put in your bed at night <laughs> to simulate your first wet dream. Look, here's some uh, uh, Lee Press on Acne's pimples. <laughs> when something momentous happens to you, like you come up with a, the perfect business idea, mm-hmm. uh, we have you call us at 206 984 4 for our segment. Momentous occasions. Let's take our first call. Hey, Jordan Jesse. This is Rob from Akron, Ohio. I'm on the bus uh, with my son's school trip to New York from Akron, taking an eight hour charter bus ride. The guy got on the intercom. The driver explained that the restroom was for number one only. It is not to be used to make any mud turtles. I'm 40 years old, and I thought I ran out of synonyms for poop. Love the show. Thanks a lot. Bye. Maybe he meant that as a racial slur. Maybe (laughs) he just meant that there's a certain kind of person. I love Demet's mud turtles. (laughs) They're they're delicious. Little pecans in there. Just delightful. They make them with peanuts, too. Mm. Uh, I was on a. What a fucking nightmare this man just described to us. I'm. Look, 
It's fun to talk about <clears throat> mud turtles. But can we address being on a bus full of school children for eight hours and no one's allowed to poop? Sure. I don't, how often do you have to poop? I mean, once a day, but who knows? These could be nine-year-olds. Sure. They might poop all day long. They don't know There's about no their way poop to schedule. It. Higher metabolism, so they poop more. I was on a bus. We were doing Velvet Hammer in San Francisco, and we were coming back on the five in the middle of the night. There's like 30 of us on a bus. And... Uh, Everybody knew not to shit on the bus. It's like don't shit in the office at work. You don't want to have to deal with it. <clears throat> but people were still peeing in it and they didn't mention the fact that it's – bus restrooms are kind of only for emergencies. Yeah. If you have like a kidney malfunction or something, <laughs> you really need to pee. Then you can use it because it's it smelled so horrible that they uh, uh, lit citronella candles, which was even more dangerous. <laughs> it's just when the bus came to a stop, you had flying candles everywhere. On the plus yeah. side, you got rid of them skeeters. Oh, man. Nobody – <clears throat> excuse me. I had so many chigger bites that whole ride. Yeah. Chiggers. Got to deal with those skeeters. Yeah. That's why you like those citronella candles. Sure. I use Avon Skin So Soft. Do I keep them off? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't know that. I also use Off. They, they, these are all, all great ways to repel <laughs> bugs. You know, I've been using a bug spray called On. Uh huh. It's, it's kind of like the the wet idea joke earlier. Got it. It's like <laughs> you, you spray it, it just attracts bugs. It reverses the premise <laughs> of the original. Yeah, well, it's basically, it's just a uh, it's a spray. It just sprays warm Coke syrup on you, and then mm-hmm. you just get covered in yellow jackets. So it's, sort of like, <laughs> it's sort of like if you had a shoe that went inside your foot. Oh wow. It would be sort of like an inside-the-head hat. You mm. got it. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. Blaine. We are in the same wavelength exactly. There you Something go. outside but inside. Outside but inside. Sort of like a turducken. Sure. Yeah, let's take our next call. Just got home from work, and the little nest of robins that had been built in my porch, um, I looked at them, and, and they were all so big and fat. They looked like they got twice as big since yesterday. So I crept close to them to take a picture because it was so cute. And I moved the trash can a little bit, and it made a noise. And all three of the little fucking birds jumped out of the nest and flew right at my head and went like, beep, beep, and like flew right past me. And then the mama bird was in the nest or in the in the tree next to me just yelling at me. And all I could do was go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and like fumble with my keys and run inside. And I really hope that they don't all get eaten by cats tonight. Um, ta-da, momentous occasion. Okay, bye. Good, good grand finale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really stuck the landing. Yeah, a little shaky during the routine. Yeah, but close with the big jazz hands. Big finish. Yeah, it's like how if you're in the band Asia, you want to open and close with the final countdown. Right. Is that who did final countdown? No, Asia. That, that was uh, Arm. Uh, no, that was uh, that was a Hyundai Genesis. <laughs> oh, the Hyundai Genesis. Sang Asia the final did countdown. only time will tell. Okay. And uh, heat of the moment. Who, Only Time Will Tell was my class song, my graduating class song. Oh, I graduated nice. in 1983 because I'm old. I think they are just now starting not to use Green Day's the Time of Your Life. Countdown. Uh, it begins with A, doesn't it? I want to say A. Is it America? No, no they, I don't think that's a, uh, that's like like a, a Ameri- country and western they type did, thing. I went through the desert with, on a horse with no name. Okay. You got and it. Sister Golden Hair. I do not have strong reception in here. If only we had... Europe is the Europe. Uh, I was one continent off. All right. Uh, and I think another. <laughs> there you go. You open and close with that. I was certain when she said the birds all jumped out of the nest that they were just going to fall and die. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is like, why a, would you call us about that? Is that something I should bring up with my therapist? Hmm. Uh, something else we Googled during the break. My Bialik is apparently into attachment parenting, which is controversial. Not my Bialik, maybe yours. <laughs> Don't bring my Bialik into this. My Bialik is so lame, moon fry. Do you guys know anything about attachment parenting and why people are mad about it? Uh, it involves like letting your kid sleep in your bed and like breastfeed for a really long time. Okay. I think people are so upset about it because they're dicks. Okay. You know? You know, and my- it's not. It's not worth getting. I mean. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's not weird. <laughs> our, kids, it's our kid sleeps in our bed. A bit much. Uh, but then we go, uh, if he fidgets around, we go, you want to get in your own bed? And he crawls in his own bed. We have a small place. Yeah. Yeah, we live in a, we live in a, a Venezuelan condo in 1958. <laughs> so stop giving my Bialik shit, everybody. Yeah. yeah. I, get, I get really get the impression that the world of parenting on the internet is as heated a debate space as any. That's why uh, One Bad Mother is so important. The podcast for MaximumFun.org is so, like the only place where people aren't assholes all the time. Hmm. Everybody's always an asshole to each other. This is crazy. Give me a break. Why are people assholes? That's a really good question. I think we and can, I have a follow-up. I think, we, <laughs> I think we can crack the case. Here in the remaining 15 minutes of this show, I think we can finally answer the question, why are people assholes? Let's take our last call. Yes, uh, why are people assholes? Hello, yeah. Jordan, Jesse, esteemed guests. I'm Troy from Cherry Hill, New Jersey, calling with not just a momentous occasion, but probably the most amazing momentous occasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I recently mm-hmm. went on a trip to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So far, not that a momentous. friend of mine. And on this trip, through meeting one of her coworkers, I ended up going on a date with this said coworker. And during the date, we passed the car, which I saw had a license plate of F-U-1-C-H-T, to which I started to laugh hysterically. And she looked at it and go, oh, that almost spells full short. And to which I lost my mind, considering that she's also a fan of the Maximum Fun Network. And so then after we go over a couple of the other momentous occasion from Jordan Jesse Go, uh, we went back to her apartment and I proceeded to go full short on her. Love the show, guys. Have a great time. <laughs> Come on. This is 2015. You went full short on each other. Sure, yeah. I should hope that it was, there was, hopefully there was mutual You received uh, Blaine for you. Uh, there's and for the for the many uh, confused people who have maybe have listening to the show in the last two years. <laughs> yeah, uh, we for some reason decided that the funniest fake license plate would be full chort because it doesn't mean anything, and it's become this weird running joke. Yeah, if like the most confusing possible license plate to see on the road would be like, full chort. F U L C H O R T. Yeah, I think it would be F L C H R T. There's a lot of ways you can do it. Apparently, this guy did it with a one. <laughs> it's kind of the kind of the most confusing, perfectly confusing. Full short. Yeah, so I guess this guy mid date. Real words. I guess it'd be like if you were a Dune fan. Yeah. And you're just on a random date. And you just and you said, said something about spice. Or like, well, I must not fear. Fear is a little mind killer. <laughs> and then your date said, oh, fear is the little death that brings total oblivion. <laughs> she gets up to go to the bathroom and says, excuse me, uh, uh, normally I process my urine and feces in the thigh pads. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I knew it was time to slap a ring on it. Yeah. 
How come we're not doing a Dune Dune cast? <laughs> we watch Dune every week and then talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's, where David that's... David Lynch tries to cut us down to four hours. <laughs> <laughs> the studio takes us away from him. I'm glad and those, does their own edit. I'm glad those two shorted. Me too. Good for them. It's beautiful when people find each other. Do you think if they wouldn't have had that shared that shared moment? Then you know it would have just been a pleasant date that maybe ended with a hug or something. I don't know. I'm pretty sure everybody's fucking in Milwaukee. You know. Yeah, you gotta. There's nothing they else to that, do there. Yeah. Well, you can you can check out that statue at the Fonz. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> the one in Rocky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got it. I think you know what. No more like Rocky. Hey. You, know <laughs> you know what genuinely bothers me, Jordan. Hmm. Somebody will say like, I saw I saw a guy in a Jordan Jesse Go T-shirt today. And I'm like, well, did you say anything? And they're like, no. <laughs> like, there's only like a hundred of those people. Yeah. Just say something. Not a me. lot of people like this show. I think that's a misconception is that, that uh, this show has is full of fans. I think if you see one, that is a weird anomaly. Like I'm out there. If I see a guy in a San Francisco Giants hat, I mm. practically start. And there's like a, two million fans mm. of the San Francisco Giants. Normally, when you see somebody wearing a Jordan Jesse Go shirt, uh, they're shivering and it's too big, and you're handing them soup in front of a burning <laughs> house. Yeah, that's 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 fair. Yeah, these shirts go they're to wearing where... a Coach Crew jacket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, these shirts, our shirts go to the same place that, like, when they print off a, a team won the World Series and then they don't win. Yeah, that's got... where these. See a lot of your shirts dope. like on chain gangs. Yeah, my dope new leather jacket, other homeless guy. Why does it say evening shade on it? <laughs> and what does full short mean? Hey, who's the guy yeah. with the the <clears throat> jean jacket that says Becker? <laughs> <laughs> These two at least had the good sense to fuck each other. I'm assuming. You know I'm assuming what? that's what he meant when he said. Joy. What if? Okay. What if uh, he he uh, sends in that little message, mm-hmm. and uh, and then she listens to it and says that motherfucker is telling tales out of school, and they break up. Oh wow! No, she knows that she's she's being glorified here. Oh yeah, I mean, I think you're as a fan of the show. Your dream is to have your sexual exploits, um, you know. Uh, dictated on the show right i mean the only part that i disagree with was the part where he said that he went full short on her when i think it was probably a mutual short sure partial short yeah part short well i mean there's a lot of pressure on the first date maybe he couldn't fully short <laughs> yeah that's true yeah especially in milwaukee oh yeah it's cold out there it's a premature ejaculation <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on jordan jesse go Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morse, boy detective. I'm Blaine Capatch. I'm brought to you by Children's Clorox. Why don't you get your own fucking grass stains out for a change, tough guy? Children's Clorox. Available in cherry, grape, and wonderberry. Wait, wonderberry? Yeah. The fruit that makes lemons taste sweet? Yeah. I think that would be a big mistake, to be honest, if you're going to flavor children's bleach. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, sure. you don't want it flavored to begin with. <laughs> that was like putting a shoe inside your foot. Exactly. Yeah. I know. It's I'm like it's like <laughs> an inner underwear. <laughs> I know. I'm uh, asshole Burning Man story guy at this point, but uh, that was the thing that was happening at Burning Man was people were getting high and then doing that thing where you put the super fruit pill on your tongue and then eating a lemon. Yeah. Anyway, I'm like, can't we be spending our time better, guys? Yeah, like, couldn't you just This do is that? something you do in fourth grade. Yeah. Why, don't you, why don't you guys try living in a different moment for a change? <laughs> well, also, I think that the other key element of that is, like, it seems like you should do something cooler to enjoy being high. Or, like, you could just be high enough that maybe it seems like it tastes like something else anyway. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like they, they're necessary to combine those two things, is right. what I'm trying to say. Or we could just make a paper mache volcano. Yeah. <laughs> or feed the classroom bunny or something. <laughs> Learn about algae eaters. Uh, you mean like a remora? Yeah. Hmm. New bunnies at Simon's Preschool recently. Oh, yeah? Babies? Adorable. No, 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 no. Adult bunnies. Nobody wanted them because bunnies are kind of bad pets. Not super bad, but kind of bad. I got, uh, I have a few rabbits at home, but I just use them for my homemade cosmetics testing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Blaine Kabatch, you're uh, you're on Twitter, right? I am. And at, by the way, I would never test on animals. At Blaine Kabatch, you just got uh, your at children Blaine Kapatch, for that. Yes. Yeah, I've got my children for that. Mm. Here, uh, taste this with your eye. <laughs> you got any comedy jokes uh, people can go see anytime soon? Gee, I don't know. I'm at the improv last night. Gotta check that <laughs> yeah. out. Uh, you know what? If you're if you're listening the day this comes out, three nights ago. Sure. Oh, uh, uh, when does this air? By the way, it'll be Monday. 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 Oh, I can't stand that day. I because you did a little Monday. I know. Yeah. Um, I uh, uh, you know I usually work all day at the uh, at, in the joke mines with Jordan, right. and then I go home to my uh, to my son, and I sit there, and then I do it again. Yeah. So uh, where can people get tickets for that? Uh, you know, you can go on Ticketmaster.com. Go to uh, Follow Blaine Home. Now, <laughs> <laughs> so you can follow me, follow me home and uh, watch me spend a night. It'll be fun. Watch um, me hurt my thumb trying to put an Ikea table together. Honestly, Blaine, I, I know- was going to do that, but I was, just, I was really bothered by the fees. The fees are yeah, serious sure. at this With point. With the, uh, the Ikea table assembling fees? <laughs> uh, uh, Ticketmaster will charge an arm and a leg. Uh, uh, you, you can usually go on Craigslist. There's usually guys scalping my uh, my afternoons. Got it. Now, Blaine, I don't know if our audience will be interested in this. My guess is no. This is kind of a long shot. This is really just kind of, you know, sideways from their interest. But I, I it's worth a mention in case, you know, they know somebody who might be interested in this. I guess you have a podcast where you play Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, uh, it, that's true. Uh, uh, I, I'm the dungeon master on Nerd Poker with Brian Posehn. Do you, are you interested at all in cultivating a rivalry with our Dungeons and Dragons podcast, The Adventure Zone? Uh, no, I think uh, we're all about love. If they want, if they I want, I think a rivalry could be be, be like when not maybe for Jay-Z. maybe for sweeps. Maybe yeah. for Maybe podcast for sweeps. sweeps. Can, can we, we go back in time and let me yes and that? Play the dad. <laughs> uh, oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's had a lot of work done. Yeah, um, th- yeah we could cultivate a, a, a friendly rivalry. Maybe like, uh, you know, like a 407 7th versus the 8063rd, and uh, whoever wins gets the penicillin. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the rules of Dungeons and Dragons very well. I don't know if this. Rule number one, there are no rules. What? 
Yes. Rule number two, I was kidding about the first rule. There's books and books full of rules. <laughs> There's tons of rules. Nothing but rules. Uh, I know the rules of Dungeons and Dragons. Watch out for bugbears. Yeah, right? Watch well, out for bugbears. Slimes are easy to kill. I know that. The first rule of uh, Dungeons and Dragons is uh, uh, a human. you cannot allow a human being to come to harm mm-hmm. or through an action. Right. Wait you, a minute. I think these are robot rules, Blaine. Mm-hmm. No, I, I fucked Asimov's up. Asimov's rule of robotics. The rule is... If you hit a pop fly and the umpire calls Jesse, field fly. that's the moon landing. Oh, okay. That's the Thank moon you, landing. Jordan. Thank God. Uh, it's pronounced apricot. <laughs> I don't, you know, and I don't want to, you know, I know this is this is your thing and it's the McElroy's thing and I'm not involved. I don't mean to armchair quarterback, but, uh, you know, could there be a situation where there's like a rip in the fabric of reality and their characters enter into your world. Like a crossover? Sort yeah, of a, sure. Sort of a Secret Wars even or a, or a, a, like that, that fan fiction I wrote when I was in uh, uh, junior high where uh, Battlestar Galactica found Earth in the 25th century with Buck Rogers. I think that's a great example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could that happen? Is that within the realm of possibility or is that just it so sure absurd? I've already written that, it up. Yeah. Oh, the D&D thing? No, never. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. No, we're we're uh, we're – they're already dealing with a lot of bugbears. They don't yeah. want to deal with Taco. Sure. From you the mean, Adventure Zone. <laughs> you, Taco, you mean the guy that did <laughs> Yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. That's one of the classes in D&D, right? There's paladins. There's paladins. They're there's, lawful good. Those yeah. are like knights. And then there's Taco. And then there is Taco. And I, th- I would think <laughs> that then, Taco would be. And of course, there's Fixin'. Sure. Oh, that's your salon. Well, you know, there's there's the bu- there's mm-hmm. the bug bar, and then there's your fixins bar. Sure, yeah, right. And uh, you know, fixins bars are like bug bars, but there's a sneeze guard. <laughs> Get yourself. So a if you have a if you have a sneeze spell, it's useless <laughs> against the uh, the salad bar. <laughs> it's called nerd poker, ladies and gentlemen. It's called nerd poker. Our producer on Jordan Jesse goes Brian Fernandez, Julian Burrell on the boards this week. Thank you, Julian. Uh, you can talk about the show at MaximumFun.Reddit.com uh, in the Facebook group. Hashtag at JJGo on Twitter. Oh, tons of summer boy tees. Yeah. Can I can I offer a call to action on this week's program? Please. Give us a call and tell us what your number one summer boy activity is going to be this year. If you're out there and you're feeling like a summer boy, and remember that applies to all genders. Mm-hmm. You know, gender is a spectrum. Sure. Um. And all points of the spectrum point to Summer Boy. It's the nucleus exactly. around which gender spins. You got it. Uh, tell us what Summer Boy activity you're going to be up to. I, I want to hear a couple. Next week on the show, I want to hear a couple good Summer Boy activities. Let's do that. Maybe let's. Maybe should we devote all the calls section to Summer Boy activities? Yeah. Next year's next week is Summer Boy week. Yeah. We probably should have done this while we were still selling the t-shirt. <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. And maybe we should do it in a week when you're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm gonna be at Max FunCon. Well, I was maybe that. gonna. I maybe you're not gonna be here this next. Well, let me know. Let me know what do you think of this. Okay, I'm gonna maybe since you're not here. Yeah. As I tend to do when you're not here, we have a little cocktail hour during the show. Uh huh. Spoiler alert! I think we're gonna sample the Bud Light mixed tails. Oh. This is Bud Light's line of. This is a series of narrative cocktails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You say clamato, I say clamato. <laughs> let's call the whole thing off. Uh, anyway, but let's wait. Yeah, let's say let's say two weeks from now, we'll yeah. devote all the calls to summer boy activities. Okay, so call in right now, 206-984-4FUN. Tell us what you're up to. What are your summer boy activities? I want to hear some really good ones mm-hmm. that really capture the spirit of summer boy. You can also you can put them on Twitter if you want to with the hashtag summer boy. 
Just know that some of them are going to be about the Lady Gaga song Summer Boy from five years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Blaine Capatch, always a pleasure. Thank you kindly. The great Blaine Capatch has been here. Thanks for coming. Blaine Capatch appears courtesy Necco Wafers. <laughs> that candy they continue to make for some reason. And the new album, You're Fired by the Ben Folds 4, in stores now. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.